0: So, our time is six minutes after one o'clock. Welcome to uh, the second hour of uh, the Power Zone right here on Par 98.7. I want us to go into politics in uh, this particular space and uh, rope in a political analyst from uh, the Northwest University, uh, Sisman Mutluwung. So, Ndende is joining us uh, this morning on the show uh, to look at uh, this story here that I think is going to be with us uh, for the longest of time, right? Uh, this story of uh, the RAND manipulation. Uh, so we saw a lot of running commentary as well from political parties and the likes and and really a lot of clarity also sought in terms of the stances that have been taken here and also South Africa, where do we find ourselves, how do we find ourselves moving here when there's this big of a scandal that has seemingly broken out in the country around the issue of the RAND manipulation so also we're seeing a parliament standing committee on final we're hearing that they're meeting for the first time in Friday to uh, really on Friday to try by all means to uh, discuss uh, this particular uh, matter. So Friday will be uh, the the very same day uh, where then in the afternoon we'll also see the Competition Commission here uh, briefing uh, that particular committee on the developments and their investigations into uh, the rand manipulation or the manipulation of uh, the local uh, currency. So we know. That there are about thirty commercial banks, at least, that have come under fire here for allegedly price fixing involving the rand over time. The National Assembly also declining and and just pushing back this particular request coming from the African Transformation Movement that wanted this particular matter to be debated in the House. So so let's look at you know the political space and the developments around this particular matter and try to. Just see, maybe probably get a sense of how it's going to play out in the coming year, in the coming months and where do we particularly see this particular matter, this scandal really ending in terms of issues of accountability and the likes. So the lines are open. We are on 0861 987 000 in this conversation with our political analyst. i also like to hear a take from you in terms of what have you been making of some of these comments that have been made uh, by several political parties here around this particular matter of uh, the RAND uh, manipulation. we there by X as well. Uh, we go by at FM 987, at L- 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 underscore. That's where you find us uh, this morning. Uh, so uh, let's go there and let's try by all means to rally behind uh, the hashtag PowerZone. Good morning, sir. Welcome to the show.
1: Hi, um, I want to also greet the listeners of our
0: Thank you very much for uh, giving us your time uh, this morning. Uh, Of course, this is a story uh, that uh, when you look at it it's not going to go away Uh, and uh, we we know very well that uh, it has been uh, with the country uh, for quite some time. Uh, Looking at how then there were even investigations in the previous years uh, we're seeing now uh, the uh, competition tribunal also uh, coming out here and, and trying by all means to really uncover what has been happening around this particular space, the private sector over time. So when we see uh, that particular uh, development happening, uh, we see also uh, the political space trying to also make sense of how then they read all of these things that have been happening over time. Even, uh, you know, seemingly uh, coming across as if uh, this particular uh, scandal has pitted the private sector against government here, uh, looking at the developments over what has been happening over time. But it doesn't look like it's going to be getting any joy uh, from parliament where the ATM is concerned. What are you reading of the political space and the developments around this RAND manipulation story over time? And would you say that the pressures maybe could help us really get to the bottom of what happened here?
1: Yeah, I think what is happening politically is us seeing the legislature really trying to give Based to regulatory institutions like the competitions commission to finalize the investigations and from there on uh, it will now there will be now an informed basis on which parliament can reflect and possibly advise on what political direction uh, or action that the, the government should take and when one looks at it from that point of view this could be an element of saying The state is not really taking it as an agency because this is not the first incident that has happened. Even the elements of collusion have also been happening in the private sector where companies have been fixing prices and the competition Commission would really impose certain uh, penalties. Then these companies continue doing their work. So in something that caused like you're talking about pitting public uh, sector or the state versus Uh, the private sector uh, going back to that debate as to saying what is the role of the state or what should the role of the state be in in formulating an ideal society and our economy has been criticized as being neoliberal in a sense that it has been an economy where government plays a minimal role and giving most of the terrain or most of the space to the private sector under the guise that this will be a self-regulatory environment but we see now that there is bad appetite yeah making profit mm. by the private sector and this makes them to be immoral in how they do their business i think this is mm. why we are at this point now
0: yeah, uh, but also uh, when you look at what is coming out of uh, the country through uh, the uh, you know chief spokesperson here, uh, Kumbuzo and Chaveni, the you know the the minister in the presidency, uh, when you come look at what is coming out of uh, her uh, where this particular matter is concerned, because she's the one uh, that really slammed and went into the uh, private sector to say that uh, they are basically basically uh, have been trying by all means to tarnish uh, the brand of government over time uh, in terms of their. Ex- Activities that are unwarranted here, uh, but also at the same time, uh, you're getting uh, the ANC uh, Secretary General here, uh, Fikile Mbalula, uh, seemingly just laying the blame squarely at the feet of uh, the Finance Minister and, and saying that uh, really, as uh, one person that uh, is part of or the key spokesperson in the uh, economic cluster, uh, he should have been the one that came out here uh, to issue clarity as in terms of uh, what has been happening, uh, you know, over time. So, would you say that uh, we? are really, uh, in a way, downplaying it, trying to cause confusion and hysteria in a way that, over time, this is a matter that will just move on and there won't be anyone that is held accountable here.
1: There's most likely no one will be held accountable if if the investigations are concluded. they most probably would be that particular penalty, Mm. unlike something maybe many are wishing for that the government should terminate the licenses of Mm these financial institutions. What we see from the presidency and what Mbalula is talking is is mainly political rhetoric. Really nothing much. Mm. And for us to understand, we have to go back to Mualetzinbeke and understand how much Mualetzinbeke has been at pains to clarify the 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 collusion between the political elites and those that are economic elites how the politicians that are in the executive or the government even the political party that is governing have been the gatekeepers of economic interests and so we we, we've seen a government that is really treating private sector with soft gloves and when there has been malpractices or misconduct in the private sector there has never been a government agency, and I think this is what what really is is clarifying at most that the politicians are people who are eating from the system who are eating from the fiscal. they are not themselves generating a income they are not generating the economy contributing productively, but these are the political elites who have been given b e e contracts and some partnership form of a, a income but from there on there is nothing they they bring back to the economy except being eating and protecting the interests of the, economy, of the of the private sector so this is the dilemma that we are at that's when you listen to political parties like EFF you see them being very radical in the, the promoting a transformative agenda like how 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 they speak about creating a state bank and one would want to think how a state bank will correlate mm. with private sector banks and what kind of a state will be, what kind of a role the state would be when there is that kind of a, a, a space. They were, if you have a state bank, black people will have money, access to funding easily for maybe businesses, unlike what the private sector currently is doing, limiting access to funds. But I think the broader role should be what the state, how much the state should intervene in how the governance Mm -hmm. here, the bank and finance sector is is working. So far, they've been giving leeway and and Mm -hmm. they are misusing that power, I think. Yeah, and also
0: when you look at it, where do we then place the Reserve Bank? Because it looks like they too—it's an indictment on them in terms of what has been happening over time, the the currencies and the monitoring of the you know developments around the banking sector in terms of ensuring that there is some sort of you know adherence to the country's laws and everyone else tends to adhere to how then the economy should move and you know we should not find. Uh, the citizens being the ones that are in the receiving end uh, here Uh, so yeah i seem to have lost uh, assessment here you've been listening to a power 98.7 podcast for more podcasts visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts